0: Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.
1: This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know, as you head down that road to retirement, it's important to consider the many components of your retirement plan, because what might feel like a small piece of the puzzle can actually make or break the quality of your financial future. So today we're going to cover a checklist to help you retire with confidence and leave no doubt in your financial plan.
2: You found cruising through retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement.
3: Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement. I'm Steve all Kevin Brooker is here, as always. Kevin, uh, independent. He is an investment advisor representative. You'll find him at Silverleaf Financial. He has been helping folks for more than 30 years. Silverleaffinancial.com is the website. And uh, boy, you can find uh, a lot of information there. Plus, you can also get a book
1: if you visit that website. Yes, right? you can. Yes. By all means, guys, go check it out. The website, silverleaffinancial.com. That's leaf like a tree, by the way. And um, you know what I've got right on the homepage? I've got the five keys to a successful retirement, which is uh, a pretty, you know, it's not a bad read. It's, I want to say a little less than hundred pages uh, and it's free of charge. There's no obligation, but it'll help give you a few of uh, the ideas and some of the basics and things we go through when we're thinking about retirement and trying to put together a plan. That's a great place to start and it's free. So just go to the website, just give me your name and address, and I'll be happy to email it to you without any charge at all. Um, and, and so, so what I like to do guys, I like to help people figure these things out, right? I want to provide a lot of resources. So we've got a lot, we've got blogs, we've got videos, we've got tons of resources on my website. We're updating it every week, if not, you know, several times a week, uh, as well as old podcasts. I've got podcasts on there going back to the summertime. Actually, there's at least, I want to say maybe 20 of them so you can see, right. So you can go back and listen to them. Um, and that's how I think the reason I do this is because I think if you can listen to the podcast at your own convenience, twenty four seven, whenever you want to, I think it's a good way to listen to an advisor or listen to somebody and see if you're kind of on the same page. See if you think you might be a good fit, right? Just like I used to do the uh, the live presentations, and obviously people come to those because you know you're giving them a free meal or something like that. Um, but some yep. of them, some of them actually come because they want the information and they're trying to size you up and see if you're if you're a good fit for them. Well, I think this is a much more convenient way to do it. Uh, at your own leisure, whenever you like, whenever it's convenient, and and you can stop it in the middle or start wherever you want to, but you can also go back and listen to previous shows, previous comments, and see if those came true, see if things I'm talking about were accurate or not, and I think that can give you a lot more confidence in my ability or anybody else's ability after you listen to them, and so I think it's, uh, it's a great way to start, so check it out, silverleaffinancial.com. Sounds great. And uh, so we've uh, we've got the big game this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking. Yes. Who, who are you rooting for? To, you know what? I'm pulling for the 49ers, but. Me you too. Know, I would love to see the 49ers win. I, I always want to. To me, they're the underdog because, let's face it, the Chiefs have got, I don't know how many players on their team have played you know, previous Super Bowls, right? Multiple Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah. The 49ers is not like that. <laughs> and Well, no, but I mean, the quarterback is amazing. He is. And you know what? Mr. Irrelevant, they were calling him. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the 49ers, he was the very, very last pick of the draft. And that's, that's where he got the nickname. And I'll tell you what, um, you know, Kyle Shanahan is the one that the coach that believed in him, uh, and apparently went against some of his other people when they were, when they decided to choose him. Uh, and he has worked out beautifully. If you watch this kid, he's very, very, uh, very humble, you know, uh, you know, unlike mm-hmm. a lot of other professional athletes. Um, and, sure. and, but he just seems like, he seems like a great guy to me. And and I'm pretty sure he still lives with his old college roommate and he drives a car. That's a piece of garbage. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> that doesn't surprise you know, me. I mean, it just seems like he does. He seems very genuine and authentic and I would love to see him lead his team to win the super bowl. And he's got a ton of talent. I mean, I think half the team is going to, you know, was picked for the pro bowl. And I mean, you got a fantastic running back, Christian McCaffrey, Uh, I think he led the league in a lot of categories. You got George Kittle at tight Mm -hmm. end. And my bet is that one of those three is going to be the MVP. Um, If, if the 49ers should be able to pull it off. And uh, I think they can, uh, if injuries don't knock out the players that are really critical. But if, but of course with Mahomes and Kelsey on the other end, you know, those guys are fierce uh, competitors too. So, I think it's going to be a great game. I hope everybody tunes in to check it out. I hear Budweiser is back with a fantastic commercial, and uh, yep, you know they 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 so, so and I'm looking forward to
3: it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I am too. But I, so the other one of the other big commercials is from DoorDash. Did you hear about this? That one? one? No, I didn't. So DoorDash is running a, a promotion during the Super Bowl that if you register or you or you sign up for this contest, you will win. If the one winner will win one of everything advertised in the Super Bowl. No kidding. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's like three cars and
1: you know, who knows? Oh my gosh. Hey, that's pretty that's pretty cool. I like it. I like it. That's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, innovative. Yeah, definitely. And uh so you know, let's sign up. And uh That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Just got, you just gotta wait for the QR code or something when it comes on the when it when it's happening. During the, during the so you gotta sign up during the game. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right guys take note of that and uh who knows, right? You you, you can't <laughs> win if you don't play, right?
3: That's exactly right. And, and uh, that's just, let's just jump into this. We were talking before the show. You were sharing some information, uh, not information. You were just sharing a story about uh, about Social Security. And we talk about it, it seems, all the time, Kevin. And we, we both agree that the cap needs to go away. Um, you know, there yes. are other things that, that we've talked
1: about that we think are yes. good. Um, so give me some good oh, news, guys, please listen. Listen to this one. We have a big, big reintroduction of a bill in Congress that is called you earned. You keep it act and this bill is seeking to repeal the federal tax on social security benefits okay now not everybody pays that tax and all of social security is not taxable but you could wind up paying tax on up to 85% of your social security and that would be subject to income tax all right and and a majority mm-hmm. of seniors do pay that tax because that income threshold which I want to say it's twenty five thousand for a single and thirty, maybe thirty five or thirty three for for a married. I think thirty three in that ballpark. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's in that range, and the thing is, guys, that was set like forty years ago when they put this in place in the early to mid nineteen eighties. That's when they set it, and it is not indexed to inflation. Okay, and so, so that's why most people exceed that amount, uh, and they exceed the fifty percent threshold because it starts off if you if you're at a lower income threshold you could pay tax on up to 50% of your social security um, so it's tax on that amount it's not a 50% tax to be clear all right, right? and then but most people do pay tax on 85% of their social security benefits this bill is seeking to repeal the federal tax all right and at the same time it is looking to eliminate the cap on the payroll tax by creating a donut hole which i don't is stupid i hate it when they do this so the donut hole means there won't be any social security tax uh, from about 170,000 to two hundred and fifty. Okay. Cause right now payroll tax is capped. You are maxed out on your social security. Once you pass, I want to say it's 169,000 plus or minus, maybe a grand. Yep. Um, once you sure. pass that amount of income, you're done. You are done paying social security tax for that calendar year. However, you continue to pay Medicare tax. There's the, the payroll, that payroll tax that comes out is for Medicare. So the people that once you cross that threshold, it's like you got a bonus because your paycheck just jumped four or five percent and because you're not paying the tax on Social Security. And, and Steve and I, we've talked about it many, many times how why, to me, the logic of, of not having people that are making you know half a million, a million, two million, 10 million, 20 million, 50 million, 60 million, like Patrick Mahomes, speaking of the Super Bowl, right? He yeah. pays the same amount of tax to Social Security as somebody making 170 grand. And I think that's outrageous. You got people like, Taylor, like just, Taylor Swift making billions. She pays the same amount as somebody making 170 grand. Yeah, it, that, that's it, not right in my mind. I, I, don't, I, do, I don't think yeah. it's right at all. This bill, Bill, and I, again, I don't know why they're doing the whole donut hole thing. I guess they're looking at trying to get the votes of people that earn between 170 and 250. Um, but why wouldn't anybody support this? Why wouldn't every retiree support this? Because you can get rid of the federal tax and your Social Security benefit, Okay, and according to the Office of the Chief Actuary of the Social Security Administration, not only would this bill pay for itself, it would extend the solvency of the problem to the midnight to the mid—I'm uh, sorry, two thousand fifties. It would add thirty. Oh my god! It would add twenty years to right now. You know, everybody I think knows Social Security is supposed to um, basically the payroll tax won't be funding it anymore uh, between twenty thirty 2030 and twenty thirty three. And that means they've got 77 77 cents on the dollar uh, to pay you and your benefit check, okay? If they don't take action, everybody's benefit's going to get cut by about 23%, all right? So please pay attention to it. Reach out to your representatives. Let them know you fully support it, and you expect them to support it as well. It is called You Earned, You Keep It Act. It's been reintroduced into Congress, but it needs to gain traction, right? And, it, and by the way, it, now it's a long term over 75 years, it would actually reduce the deficit between 8 and $9 trillion, according to Social Security's own actuary, all right? So okay. to me, it is a win, 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 all right? We reduce the debt, we extend the solvency of the program by another 20 years, and we get rid of the federal tax on Social Security. If you guys get behind this bill, let your congressman know, please, 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 all right. Cause some of us are coming up, you know, we're in that fin- financial red zone and Yes, <laughs> pretty much the time that I plan on claiming is the time that it's supposed to be insolvent. So, so I would really love to see, okay. People in Congress support this. And, you know, if it takes Democrats, then I'll vote Democrat. All right. I think two of the most important issues are fixing social security and Medicare. This bill would extend the life of the program by at least 20 years Reduce the debt, all right, and eliminate federal taxes on your Social Security benefit. I don't see them talking about this on the Sunday show. No, and that's my question: Why not? Why not? What they'd yeah, rather talk not? about tr- some trans, trans, whatever, right, as opposed yeah. to something that really affects everybody, all right? I mean, let's—I'm so sick of this, this this culture war with the whole, you know, focus on the the the, the homo and the bi and the trans and, you know, what right. how, what piece of the population is that? Well, maybe five percent. I don't. I don't know the number, but it can't be very large. But you've got sixty million people collecting Social Security. All right, that's a big piece of the population. You've got even more. That's a big. You've even got more of them on Medicare. Medicare guys is in worse shape than Social Security. So, by the way, all these people out there that are talking, the talking heads, they talk about these weight loss drugs, and I'm hearing so many people say, "Well, why doesn't Medicare cover it? Why doesn't Medicare cover it?" What the heck are you talking about? On the one hand, you're saying we want to reduce the debt. And on the other hand, you're saying we want to give another government benefit for a weight loss drug from a program that is already going to be bust within a decade. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. Why? How can you argue on the one hand, Medicare should cover it, and on the other hand say, I don't want to pay higher taxes, but I want this program to be solvent? I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. We need to connect the dots here and stop playing these political games and just fix these programs. This would do it without any unfair taxes being imposed. Right, all you're doing is now making people the richest of the rich pay the same percentage in social security tax that all the rest of us pay already. To me, that's evening out the playing field, leveling,
3: leveling. Well, absolutely, absolutely, it is. But and and again, so I know that the uh, with the maximum payout for per individual. Uh, be scaled towards those big numbers or would that, would there be a cap on that as well?
1: They did not. The articles that I've read have not addressed that at all. So my impression, my impression okay. is that that, that that would not change, um, you know, and and in my opinion, I don't personally, I don't see why it would change uh, that. You can make an argument about fairness, I guess. Um, but um, in my opinion, this program is designed to help people on the lower end of the scale. Uh, Right. And this certainly would would definitely do that. And it would put more money in everybody's pocket. That's paying federal tax on the Social Security right now. It would put it would put all that tax money back in your pocket. All right. All right. So remind everybody once again, what should we do? Support the bill that's called You Earned, You Keep It Act. It will save Social Security and put repeal the federal tax on Social Security. Please support it. Let your representative know it is very important, guys. And it has been reintroduced in Congress.
3: Sure. All right. Well, again, keep 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 us abreast of that, uh, Kevin, and because
1: and, uh, uh, this is something I'm going to start following. I uh, will for sure. And if, and if anybody knows anybody that can get a topic on, you know, the Sunday morning shows or the or the evening news, why isn't this being talked about? Why I mean, really, yeah. I don't understand why it's not being talked about when they'd rather talk about things that affect such a smaller piece of the population.
3: So right. I think it's well. All right. We can't answer some questions, even though we might have opinions that could answer yes, them. But for sure. This is not the time or place. No, <laughs> no,
1: no. As much as I might like to, it's not.
3: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, so,
1: so you were talking
3: about um, heading down the road to retirement and and um, just having a just having a checklist of things that we need to do, and it's kind of back to basics. But the the top of the list has got to be a plan. We got to have it a plan. It is. You
1: got to have a plan, and, and it, it, a written it should plan. be a written plan for sure. All right, and the plan should be you know comprehensive. It should cover everything, you know, and it's customized to you and your situation, your circumstances, your goals, you know, everything about your life, right? And it's going to include all of your income, all of your assets, all of your expenses uh, and all of your liabilities, right? And so that's how we start off. So we gather, get this information, then we're going to put together a plan. And then we, because we want to be able to make an income plan, which coincidentally is going to take care of your budgeting and spending plan. Okay, so we can put all these things together so that we see exactly where the numbers are and other in, in other words, let's say you have uh, five thousand in Social security between you and your wife and I don't know thousand dollars in uh, pension payments, you got six grand coming in right L- let's say your mm-hmm. monthly expenses are eight thousand dollars now, if your expenses are eight thousand and you have six thousand, then you've got a deficit of two grand every month right and if you guys remember, yes, there used to be a commercial on from ing who's now called voya um. And, and it was about this, it was like an orange dot. I think it was. And right. Yeah. And, and, and it was all these people walking around, you people see people sitting on a bench and all this. And, and, and the message was, what's your number, what's your number. And and then a different number would pop up over everybody's, you know, little, that little, you know, thought bubble that pops up, you know, yes. pop up yeah. over everybody's head and everybody's number was different. And a lot of people are like, what the heck are they talking about, Kevin? I don't <laughs> What are they talking about guys? This is what they're talking about. That's the number. So the example I just gave you You've got six grand in income, you've got eight grand in expenses. The number, what's your number, is two grand. That's the number of additional that's the amount of extra income you need to generate to live the lifestyle that you want to live in retirement. And so this is where we talk about how do you want to get that money, right? You can get it from a guaranteed source like an annuity, let's say, or you could do you could do withdrawals, you know, the old four percent rule. you can withdraw four percent from your stock and bond portfolio. Of course, that has risk. Um, but there's a lot of ways to get you that income, and that's how through discussion and dialogue with your advisor or with me, that's how we can figure it out. We're going to go through a process where we figure this out, and then as time goes by, we adjust. And so that's what that's what we need to do, and that's the very first step. So when you're thinking about getting together with an advisor, one of the first things you should be doing is gathering all your account statements and putting the information together. Or you can just write it down. I've had people come in with a couple sheets of paper where they wrote everything down. But some people have had others come in with a spreadsheet where they keep it on their computer. Any number of ways you can do it. But that's the information that we want to start with so that we can put together the plan.
3: And then with that plan, you know, obviously we have to pay our bills. We have to have sustainable income. Yes. And therefore, we need to know
1: what we spend and where it goes and why. No, no doubt about it. And And guys, one exercise, one thing I think... Uh, OK, now this would be this would be uh, anecdotal, I guess, in terms of, you know, it's not necessarily a survey or research, uh, just in terms of conversations I've had with clients and people that I've met. And I'll ask people, you know, how often do you do you go through in detail your bank accounts and your credit card and your credit card statements where you look at every line to make sure it's the correct charge? And that is something you're still using. And, you know, what most people tell me is they don't do it very often and and very, very few do it every month. Um, most of them, it might be a couple times a year. And so guys, I think that's how a lot of people can be wasting money because you know how you sign up for something that's a special offer and they say, Hey, we'll give you seven days for free, but you got to give us your credit card. That's be- that's yep. because they are gambling and they're betting you're going to forget because a lot of people do. And the trial goes by, boom, you get charged. You're not paying attention to your statements and you might not have no, You, I'm guessing you don't have notifications turned on. And they don't know they're still being charged and they're paying for something they're not even using. So one one tip I could give you, one thing that I like to do in this day in this day and age where there's so much fraud and there's so much thievery going on. And I mean, people can steal from you from 10,000 miles away. They don't have to be right next to you anymore, right? One, one of the credit. things that I do whenever I get a new credit card, I immediately go in to the, no, to the settings on your card and they go into notifications and alerts. And I set mine up so that Every transaction, every transaction, I get a I get a text or an email. All right. So if my wife goes and spends five bucks on something, I know it the second that card is processed, and I get a, and I get a little notification on my phone. All right. So what this does is that if there's some false transaction, if there's somebody trying to that stole my card or got my number, and they go in and they charge something, I'll see it immediately, and I can immediately get in touch with the institution and shut it down. And if you catch it right away, you're not liable for it, all right? But if it takes you six months to catch it, you might very much wind up paying that bill. Wow. Yeah,
3: and, and it, I mean, again, it's, it's common sense. I understand, but it's um, you know, obviously overlooked. And and you're right. I mean, that's like a gym membership. I mean, that's how gyms stay oh, in God. business. I think
1: is people who oh, don't Oh, especially this time of year. Yeah, we, we yeah, we go- <laughs> they're dropping like oh, flies. They're dropping like flies. You know, uh, we, I I go to been going to the gym all my life, and and uh, uh, don't hate me for this, but we, I've started calling the resolution people resolution pollution, and, and it's. I think that's a good term. It's, you know, it's, that's a good description because they they come in and they get in your way in the gym. You know, they they've never been there before. They don't know what they're doing. They grab their dumbbells and they stand right in front of the rack, blocking everybody else from getting their weights. And it's like, okay, you realize you're in a group gym, right? That other people might want to use that rack too, right? And, and, uh-huh. and but no, that's what they do, or or they use the bench to set their drink on, right? Like, you know, I'd like to use it for exercise, okay? And, And so they, you know, if if you're new to a gym, look, read the diagrams. Most machines have a diagram with instructions right on the side of the machine and you can make sure you're using proper form. There's so many people that I see that have just horrible form. They're probably going to wind up injuring themselves more than doing themselves any good. So (laughs) uh, anyway, that's a little pet peeve of mine. I get a little, a little off track, but gym memberships are definitely something people forget about, you know, streaming services. I don't know how many services oh, yeah. you have, Steve, but I know I've got probably more than I, I need yeah, me too. I got probably half a dozen. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, that's why I asked my wife I say, are you actually watching this? Cause I never watch it. <laughs> you know, yeah. So we want to make sure we're not paying for things that we're not using. And at the same time, okay. Insu- I want to bring up auto insurance again. I know this is everyone's favorite topic. Yes. All right. Auto insurance premiums across the country are up on average, I think 25 or 30% this year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as well as homeowners insurance. All right. So my policy is renew in January. I've got my you know, I, I bundle my home and auto because that's how you can get a discount, right? And sure. so I just got my renewal notices a couple months ago, and they wanted to jack my premiums like five or six hundred bucks. And I said, wait a minute, this is outrageous. It was like, and I'll admit, I don't my premiums are, are lower than most because I drive an old car. Um and and you know, and I live in an area that luckily doesn't have a lot of natural disasters. So, but That's my whole point. That's why I moved here. That's why I drive what I drive. Because I know my expenses, everyone's expenses are only going to go higher over time. So my logic was very simple. I wanted to get my monthly bills as low as I could possibly get them as I go into retirement because I know over time they're going to go higher. So I want to start from the lowest point possible. So when my insurance bills came due, I said, you know, I looked at it. I'm smart enough to recognize, okay, that's a big jump. So I took, I sat down, I took, it might've been an hour, hour and a half, and i started you know looking for quotes looking for estimates and i wound up switching to actually to state farm and and because they came in over $500 lower and that's just for 6 months it's going to save me about 1000 wow. save me 1000 bucks for the for the year sign me all up all right so guys don't don't just pay the increases in these bills when they send them to you all right insurance is like every other business they're competitive and a lot of companies like uh, some companies that I've been with, they give you like this teaser rate. They give you a low rate to get you in the door. And then after you're there a year or two, they start hitting you with these massive increases. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't let them take advantage of you like that. All right. In my case, I, we haven't had any tickets. We haven't had any accidents. We haven't had any claims. Nothing. They just they just want to see if they can get extra money out of me. All right.
3: Well, yeah, it's so interesting. So here's a, a different perspective if you will uh i was just reading in wall street journal um and it uh, says since 2020 car insurance rates have risen by a whopping 37 percent and the reason one of the reasons high-tech vehicles because they cost more to fix oh yeah but but (laughs) contrast that bloomberg says hey evs are part of what's
1: driving the cost oh my god you know i was just gonna say that you know a lot of people don't realize like like getting repairs on a tesla uh it is a ooh, lot ooh, more ooh. is a lot more money than you probably think. All right. So for the for a gas car, the average is four four thousand four
3: hundred and thirty-seven. The ele- the average for the electric vehicle, six thousand six hundred eighteen. That's over two thousand. That's like a
1: fifty percent increase. That that is yeah. that is a lot more money. All right. And that's the thing. You know, one of the things I heard a while ago that one of the most expensive parts for an electric car is the battery. And because as I understand it, the battery is like basically the entire floorboard of the car.
2: It is the it, car. It's right? the whole thing. It, it's it not is.
1: like, you know, a, a little battery. It's huge.
3: It, it's not like a nine volt you put in your, your <laughs> No, your, it, is,
1: your fire no it is not. For sure. It's not like that battery in, in, in your, your little electronic device. All right. It is a huge battery, huge expense. So before you make that leap into an electric car, make sure you check out the cost of maintenance. And by the way, make sure you check out the cost of insurance and registration. All right. In Arizona, your registration and your license tag fees are based on the value of the car. So one of the reasons that's a big reason I was telling Steve, that's one of the reasons I keep my cars, which are they are over 20 years old now. Both my car and my wife's were, were made in 2003. We were the original buyers of both cars and they both run great. They both look, you know, mostly great. And and uh, but there's no problem with them. And so I paid my renewal it was barely over 100 bucks for two years of registration in Arizona. But if I was to get a new car, it'd be closer to two grand, okay? And, and Oof, it's going to yeah. jack up the insurance like Steve was just saying.
3: Well, and again, so these are all kinds of things we're talking about, you know, the, the checklist of things to, to go through. And, and again, although it's not necessarily on the list, I think it becomes now uh, let's let's check insurance. Yeah, let's let's figure out if if we're going to be taken, you know, if we're taken advantage of or what we need to know. And I know here in North Carolina, they um, um, <laughs> they just went before the bo- some board that governs such things and, and uh, requested a 42 percent increase in homeowners. Insurance. Really? Oh, my gosh
1: that they told them to leave the room <laughs> right yeah, that's exactly there's yeah. the door okay yeah they're not gonna it's, happen oh, yeah it, it, it's great 42 percent. where do you get that that's number? what i'm saying in one year right and and the insurance yes and exactly. the insurance companies come back oh well we've had a lot of losses in these other states and i said well charge them okay right <laughs> exactly well i think they are well, the oh they thing. are and if and, and like for instance california um I believe, Actually, I believe State Farm, I mentioned them a minute ago. I believe they left. They've yeah. left the state of California. They will no longer sell insurance policies in the state of California, as far as I know. Uh, and wow. in Florida, because of all the hurricanes, uh, and I lived in Florida, okay? I've got a brother who lives in Florida. I spent a lot of time in Florida. Um, I don't live there because I couldn't, I don't like the humidity and I can't be, and I don't like having to worry about hurricanes. And just like i never live in New Orleans, um, you know, I don't want to have to worry about my house being, you know, swept away by a big storm. And, and, no and so several companies, several, I think about a half a dozen companies have left the state of Florida uh, and will no longer sell insurance there. And I believe the state of Florida is actually working on a government fund um, and, and, and which su- always surprises me. It's Repu- <laughs> a lot of Republicans are behind it. Um, so on the one hand, they say smaller government. and On the other hand, they say, no, we want a subsidy from the government. So anyway, guys, take a look at your insurance. I'm, I'm mentioning homeowners and auto because mine just renewed. All right. And I was able to save that money. It does take a little time, but you know what, if it takes you a couple hours and you can save a thousand bucks to me, it's well worth it. Time well spent yes, time well spent because I would rather see the money stay in your pocket than go to some insurance company or somebody else. Speaking of keeping
3: money in our pocket, let's talk about taxes in the time we got left. Cause that's exciting. But again, we're in tax <laughs> season right? certainly. And, and, and we've got to, we've got to remember that, that, that we are there. And in retirement, it's always tax day. It seems.
1: Yes, it, it it is. It is. And that's something when you're working with your advisor and you get into that withdrawal phase, we're in retirement. We want to make sure we're talking about taxes and, w- and ways to keep your tax bill down. And one great way to do it, of course, you have to do it at an earlier stage in life is setting up like a Roth IRA. Because then when you're retired, I've, I've talked about it on the show before. Part of my plan for me and my wife in retirement is using my Roth IRA and we have a health savings account, um, pardon me both of those allow tax free withdrawals if you follow the rules okay and and so what i plan to do sometime later on later on down the road if i if i'm you know still around here kicking then when i'm in maybe mid 70s or something that's when i'm going to start taking money out of my tax free accounts and and so in those years that i do that the only income that i'm going to have is going to come from tax free accounts and social security and so whether they repeal the federal tax or not I won't have to pay. We won't have to pay any federal tax on our social security. And now that's a plan. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. And that's another little mini vacation. So, right.
3: Well, but again, that's the thing that you can help us all achieve. If if we sit down with you and we've been a good saver and we, we really want to sort
1: of craft this plan, you can help us get there. No question about it. And by the way, guys, even, you know, I don't sell, you know, I'm not a property and casualty guy, so I don't sell auto or home insurance or anything like that. But I am very, I'm very, very familiar, very well-versed in those, in those. And I'm happy to help my clients with that too, all right? If your advisor wants to bill you for every conversation you have and for every little thing that you do, then you need to find a different advisor, in my view, all right? Because some of us don't charge for all these things. I'm happy to help my clients out with anything, anything and everything, financial, whether I get paid on it or not, because they're paying me in different ways. So I don't feel the need that I have to charge them for every single thing I help with. And so I have clients that'll send me, I I say, well, send me your bill, send me the invoice, send me the statement, because I need to see all the deductibles and the liability coverages and all those things, right? compare apples to apples. Exactly, so you know you're comparing apples to apples. And so the easiest way to do it, when you've got those bills, you wanna have those sitting right in front of you when you go out to price compare, because that way you can be sure you're putting in the same amount of liability coverage, the same deductible, and you're comparing everything equally That way you can tell that you're getting a better deal because there are, believe it or not, some insurance folks, maybe they're just going to raise your deductible, lower the liability and tell you that they can beat that other price. All right. But really, they're taking away Mm -hmm. coverage from you. So be careful. Make sure you look at it and understand it. And if you have any questions, just give me a call. I'm happy to help. 800-975-6717.
3: 800-975-6717. That's the number. You can call folks better yet. You can even just visit the website, silverleaffinancial.com. You can reach Kevin right there. And and again, to email you from the website is super easy and uh, you'd be
1: happy to get back to anybody. I would for sure. And and guys, like I said, it doesn't have to be specifically about, I am an investment advisor, retirement planner, but that's okay. It doesn't, we can talk about anything under the sun and certainly anything financial. I'm happy to help you with Um, And and by the way, let me remind everybody before we wrap up for the show, there's a very, very important bill in front of Congress right now. The name of the bill is You Earned, You Keep It Act, okay? That bill seeks to repeal the federal tax on your Social Security benefit and to eliminate the cap on the payroll tax for Social Security so that rich people are paying the same percentage to Social Security as everybody else, all right? It would reduce the deficit and extend the program by at least 20 years. And you would no longer have to pay federal tax on your social security benefits. So please reach out to your representatives. Let them know you expect them to support this bill. We need it to get...
0: do it today